Brzezinski or the art of relationships. Thank you. Hey, people. Welcome. It is Tuesday. My uh, voice is a little scratchy today. Uh, that's normal, right, Greg? You're not telling us anything new. But <laughs> getting on to the topic about <coughs> sexuality, you know, and what is sexuality to you? Everybody thinks it's just sex, right? That's why I put, oop, let me adjust the mic a little bit. There we go. Um, and everybody views it, yo, you know a sexuality, Greg. It's licking, sucking, doing this, doing that, spanking little booty, whatever you're into, right? But it's more than that. And that's what I want to get into is a little bit of a twist, people, with um, on the Art of Relationships show. And if uh, you don't know, I am your host, uh, Greg Dzinski, uh a.k.a. Detroit's love guru as coined... Uh, that term, or if you want to say uh, name, if you will, uh, years and years ago uh, by a few people. So, um, I appreciate it. Fully licensed professional counselor. Yeah, LPC's in the house. <coughs> um, in Metro Detroit area. <clears throat> Been doing this a long, long time, okay? And want to talk about um, issues that, you know, sort of arise in my office, if not on a daily basis, but on a weekly basis, definitely for sure. And looking at, you know what, what helps you to have the relationship you crave, not only with a partner or your future partner, yeah, it is for single people out there as well, to try to look at, you know, what type of relationship do I crave? What do I want? What do I don't want? in the deal breakers, but also <clears throat> realize that, you know what, nothing is perfect, but what are the things, you know what, I can tolerate within that imperfection, if you will, and what are those things that, hell no, I'm not going to deal with or I'm not going to talk about, okay? And getting back on the subject below, and you can please join the live discussion down below and the chat throughout your questions, your comments, say hello, whatever you want. Greg, you're hot, whatever you think. No, I'm teasing. But you look at what those aspects are. I'm talking about sexuality and what is sexuality to you? And a lot of people look up, you know what? Oh, it's, you know, being sexy, great kisser, great in bed, great oral sex, whatever those aspects are. But it's more than that, okay? And I want to look at what are the underlying undercurrents or undertones, if you will, about sexuality and what are they to you? What if you lack confidence, okay? Is that sexy to you? And if you lack confidence in the bedroom, if you lack confidence that your partner doesn't find you attractive, doesn't love you, isn't in love with you anymore, what does that do to your sexuality? Does it make you maybe start begging your partner? Does it start making you feel more aggressive that you try to force your partner to love you, to make love with you, to, you know what, kiss you, touch you, whatever those are, and it's sort of ironic, <clears throat> there's a little saying um, out there, and it's been out there for a long, long time. And I think, if I remember correctly, it might have been thrown out there by uh, Esther Perel. Now, I think most people know her. But um, thrown out there that insecure people, and I'm going to throw it out there, maybe insecure men it used to be, but I'm going to throw it out there. I've even seen this with insecure women with, you know, insecurities regarding sexuality, their confidence, whatever, 
tend to beg and tend to be aggressive sexually where, you know what, more confident people, men and women, they seduce. And do you know the difference between the two? There's a big difference, right? And what's it take for you to maybe own your sexuality, own your confidence aspect, and what else makes up your sexuality in those type of concepts? And again, it's not a right or wrong. It's looking at, you know, your sexuality. And that's what I put in, you know, sort of parentheses with a little twist because it's not just the talent in the bedroom albeit that's important okay how you make each other feel pleased sexually emotionally but it's also how you carry yourself and you know what how do you define sexuality and what is it to you what does sex mean to you not only how it affects you physically how does it affect you emotionally and how does it sort of shape your identity and your maybe presentation of yourself okay and being authentic with yourself because a lot of people come in if you're not confident or you feel like you're in a relationship and you don't feel sexy or you're not you know getting your sexual needs met and I'm not talking you know being exaggerated I have sex you know every day of the week Greg but I want it three times a day and I'm like you know what you need to be realistic big time okay <clears throat> so you look at the avenues what makes up your sexuality the undertones like i said or the undercurrents the foundations of it will and it comes up you know how do you define sexuality and there's people that come out there and they talk about oh i don't like to be touched that much or i get a lot of couples in my office right they come in and greg i can't even touch him anymore i can't even touch her i go she's doing the dishes or i go up to give her a kiss and a hug and you know oh don't interrupt me it's my favorite tv show or oh my god i'm busy i'm doing you know left and right all this stuff like they become annoying they become you know annoyed and they don't feel loved they don't feel you know they almost repulsed by your touch and i hear this on a weekly basis and how it's manifested is different, of course, for each person, each couple. And you come in. Now, is touching, does it come out as, you know what? Oh, my God, they want something from me, like a, a lurch, if you will. Uh, they want something from me, or are they trying to give and trying to share each other touch? Or is it all about self-soothing the other person? And it's not about bringing comfort and to the relationship bring comfort to your partner it's all about your needs whatever and this is all part of sexuality and a lot of people don't look at this and how it is manifested we all know you know i've talked about this many times sexuality is defined by each individual number one but a lot of it it's shaped by culture it's shaped by maybe religion how we're raised sexual abuse being raped traumatized that type of aspect okay our exposure of course to media it could be the porn could be well, let's face it songs right music those type of things sort of shape our sexuality but you also look at <clears throat> um how many people define their own identity their own self-worth based on the sex they get or the sex they don't get and feeling connected not only with your partner but about feeling connected with yourself and are you able to sort of generate 
what that means to each other and how many people based on their self-worth based on the sex that they're getting that they're not getting in their relationship thinking you know what I'm not good enough it rocks your world right and it's sort of ironic how we feel about ourselves outside the bedroom how it affects maybe our view of us sexually not only that but of our our partner too and if we view our partner as not confident, as insecure, and we're always trying to reassure him or reassure her, it sort of loses its pizzazz. And all of a sudden, the passion goes down. I think a lot of people maybe viewing the show, listening, will get that and they'll understand that aspect. And again, it's not a right or wrong. It's going after what works for you and, um, you know, the confidence aspect. Going back to, you know what? Am I man enough for you? Am I woman enough for you? And that type of confidence, right? Oh, I'm not attractive enough because you don't come on to me. Okay? Or you didn't come on to me. When your partner, you know, their sexuality might be saying or their confidence saying, man, I'm the only one reaching out to you, but you don't reach out to me. Or, you know what? I've told you what I like and, you know, sensuality, foreplay, whatever that is to each individual and it comes out, I told you, you know, numerous times what I like, but you're still not doing it. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's not that. And it sort of defines that type of thing about how our sexuality shapes our view of being loved, our view of confidence, swag, if you will, of either gender. So going after that aspect about, you know, what, how do you define sexuality, what it means to you, in the old days, <clears throat> you know, everybody knows and going through, you know, studies and, you know, sexuality studies and history and all this about sex and relationships. And most people, right, marriage was a financial deal. It was like, a, how do you want to say, it was about compensation, right? And is it true still today that a lot of women find it sexy or they you know what use their sexuality they use their sexual prowess their beauty and stuff to attract men that have more status that have more money that type of aspect or you know what is it also that men was you know want more status want more money so they can attract more beautiful women I want to hear your comments on it do you still feel that it is still that way uh, in today's society, and I'm more about, you know, love. I'm all about connection, emotional connection, because if I don't feel emotionally connected, uh, me personally, you know what, matter of time where I'm not physically connected as well, I'll shut down in those type of aspects. And I think a lot of people may be with me on that or maybe agree with that. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to, Okay. But looking at those aspects, I'm more about, yeah, the attraction, the physical, emotional attraction. Let's face it, okay? But if you are physically attracted to somebody and emotional disconnect or they don't own their sexuality and the confidence aspect, it sort of kills the physical attraction as well. It, the whole connection about it and looking at, you know, how do you define your sexuality you know, what does it mean to you? And a lot of people just view it on sexual prowess. They view it on, you know what, their sexual status in the bedroom. But they don't look at these undertones about confidence. They don't look at, you know, what are your expectations 
of sex and your sexuality. It goes into maybe level of flirting that you want maybe to tell each other what you want, what you need in the bedroom, outside the bedroom as well. You look at those avenues and what would it take to own your sexuality to be able to go after it and how do you define it? Like I said at you know towards the beginning, if you are you know your partner loves to be touched and all this stuff and they go to touch you and they want to make you feel good and show you that you're loved and you you know rejecting them throw them around it, there's it's always you're too busy you're always doing something you're always that instead of embracing it then your partner withdraws and then you start what well, you don't love me anymore you're not approaching me anymore well duh you keep rejecting me all the time right and what does that do to your concept of sexuality and how does it manifest your sexuality, not only within yourself, but what within your relationship, okay? And again, it's not a um, looking at that type of aspect. It's about looking at what works for you and what doesn't, and how do you define your level of sexuality, okay? And, hey, Tracy, hey, Amy, hey, thanks for joining in. I just happened to see you on my timeline. I'm used to people on the other side. Um... Now, let me see. Let me catch up a little bit. Feeling emotionally connected is so important. I really like that. I agree, big time. I said that a couple minutes ago that for me, if I'm not emotionally connected, I don't care how hot or attractive I find, say, that person, my partner, whatever, you know what? I'm going to be like deuces. I'm not into that. Hey, Hazura. Hey, welcome from Malaysia. Welcome back, Hazura. I appreciate you. Um, and Amy, you mentioned sex sells. Yes, we know that, right? Um, absolutely, especially in America, the advertisement, cologne, cars, houses, everybody uses sex to sell, right? Or sexiness, beauty, music, all those aspects, okay? That has been and always will be what happens. Some people can have a relationship with emotional detachment. I don't care how much money you make. If a man doesn't have a good heart, then I will never have an attraction to you money will never make a relationship solid i agree amy and i feel the same way and i i think most people agree with that as well and could agree with you and i'm not about that either for one thing um let's face it um you know what if you want me for money one thing you're going to be sadly disappointed <laughs> and for another thing <coughs> you know what i'm not a into a token economy, if you will. Okay, I pay you this and you give me sex. I buy you this, you give me sex. You know what? I'm too much of a, a romantic and, you know, I want the emotional connection. I want it all. Like I, I posted a, a meme or a quote a couple days ago about that, about, you know, you want the passion, uh, the, you know, emotional communication that drives you sane and the sex, the passion that drives you wild type of thing. Yeah, I want all of that. But you look at all those aspects and looking at, you know, what does sex mean to you? And if you view sex that, okay, men only want sex for their physical pleasure and women are all about, you know what, love. And it comes out to, you know what, people have a miss, if you want to say as I trip over my tongue, a myth about sexuality and the definitions about sex and about, you know, how it's manifested and how we own our sexuality. And you look at, 
I deal with a, you know, a lot of people teaching college classes on human sexuality before about, oh, you know, it's just physical for men. And a lot of men get their, you know, get their comfort, get their, their concept of love and getting cherished and being, you know, appreciated through sex. And women need to understand that. And a lot of, a lot of men, you know, they fear women viewing them as that sex is, you know, all physical with them, that they're, you know, a lurch, that they're a stalker type, and yeah, give me sex, give me sex, that type of thing. <laughs> men don't do that, number one, okay? But men are so afraid to feel like they're the stalker type, like they're the psych, psycho, you know, sex stalker, if you will. And women either have to, you know, oblige to it or turn it down instead of its mutual pleasing on the emotional and sexual level. And you know what? Women, are you able to dig deep with your man and understand what sex is to them, what sexuality means, how it makes up one another's concept and self-value, self-worth, your identity? It's not a right or wrong, but how do you view it? And it's not, you know... This is bad, this is wrong, and we're talking about, you could get into fantasy, sexual orientations, people that are into S&M or, you know, bondage, dominatrix, and their concept of sexuality might be someone that, you know what, two people that only want missionary style. It's not a right or wrong, it's how you identify it, how do you share it with each other, and also how does it, you know, make up your concept of who you are, okay? So, it's not just sex. It's not just the act of sex. Not just oral sex. I'm all for it, okay? I admit it. But it's being on about those type of aspects. And not only that, your sexuality about how, what turns you on and what turns you off. And are you able to, you know, understand that with, within each other, okay? Or, you know what, I'm caressing you and... You know what, you're crossing your lady the same frequency, same time, or, you know, the same spot for 10 minutes, and it rubs raw, and your woman is up, so, oh my God, that hurts, and all of a sudden, pretty soon, you feel, oh, you don't want to touch me, oh, I don't, I'm touching you like you want. No, you're not, and some people are so afraid to learn and want to know what turns each other on because their confidence is in the dirt, it's in the toilet, okay, and it's not, you know learning about each other. What do you like? What do you don't like? Why do you like it? Oh, I like the way it feels. That people don't go into depth about what their sexuality and how their sexual identity means to them and their foundations, how they view themselves as a sexual being, not only inside the bedroom, but outside the bedroom, okay? And Tracy, you mentioned you know, sex to me is a deep emotional connection that makes me feel like I can experience passion and deep connection with someone I love deeply. You know what? That's nice. That's awesome. And again, it is up to each individual, not me, not society, to define, you know, your sexuality, what it means to you, and you know what? That it's a right or wrong. But I tell people, if you have a sex, uh, crappy sex life, okay, that uh, the physical, the sexual connection is gone in your relationship, or you feel like it's you're totally at two opposite sides of the spectrum, chances are it's going to erode the emotional connection in your relationship or marriage. 
Um, and a lot of people feel, again, I agree, the emotional connection lacking can destroy the physical connection. I tell people I think they both can work hand in hand. They both affect one another, but what do you do to get into those aspects, if you will, okay? And what, do you, what are your thoughts about what turns a man on? And l women listening or watching the show, oh, Greg, all I have to do is touch it and he's turned on. Or all I have to do is say, I want you, and he's raring to go. That's not always the case, okay? Or men, right? They might think all I have to do, uh, I kiss my woman, give her a peck on the cheek, and that turns her on right now, right? I touch her boobies, I touch her titties, and you know what? Oh, she's turned on right now. No. But how many women, you know what, get turned on knowing that you turn your woman on? Or, or if you're in a lesbian relationship, I should say, boy, I'm tripping over my tongue. Or, <laughs> let me back up a bit, okay? How many women get turned on knowing that you turn your man on? Or your partner in general? I'll just say that, okay? Is it a huge turn on knowing that you can get your partner hard? Get them wet. Get them, you know, raring to go. And you know what? Is that a huge turn on? In men, you know, you view, you know what? Do you know that in a woman? And do you know what can you do to show your lady that they, you desire them? You crave them, not only physically, right? But also emotionally, um, intellectually, maybe soulfully, and what do you do to go after all those aspects, okay? And it's about understanding what you do to turn each other on emotionally. Yeah, of course, physically, but knowing those concepts, and it's sort of ironic how some stereotypes might hold true about, you know, women get turned on knowing their man's turned on by them, and, you know, men can be turned on knowing that they're appreciated, knowing that, yeah, their woman finds them sexy, absolutely. But how do you know that and how do you talk about it? Some people can't talk about it. Or if they say, you know what, what's sexuality to you? What is, how do you identify your sexuality? And it, people, oh, I'm straight, I'm gay. I mean, it's not about that, okay? Sexuality is a lot more than sexual orientation. It's about your confidence, how you view the world, how you view yourself, and how do you view about connecting in a sexual way in and outside the bedroom, okay? And again, it's not a right or wrong. It's going after what it means to be a sexual being, to what, you know, sexuality is defined to each one of you, okay? Uh, Amy, you mentioned you have mind, body, and soul. All three parts need to have attention. That's why there's a difference between making love, sex, and wild rock star sex. Now, Amy, haha, -ha, let me ask you, can you have all three of those within a relationship. That's what I promote with couples, okay? You can have all three of those, making love, you know, sex and wild rock star love, or sex, sorry. You can have those all in a one relationship, monogamous or whatever, you know, if you are a monogamous relationship or what those mean, you know, even in people in different, you know, type or style of relationship. And I also, I'll throw a, a fourth one in there too, Amy, and I talk about a total connection um, in my books and, you know, with couples. When I talk about total connection, I don't mean perfection. I talk about, you know what, mind, body, one you might have skipped, heart, and soul, okay? 
um, I'm all about mind, body, heart, and soul. And there's a difference between those in looking at what do you do and how do you define your sexuality and say those four concepts. The mind, your body, of course, physical pleasure, heart, and soul, okay? And do you have to have those all aligned at one time to have a great sex life and to be fully immersed in your sexuality and your sexual identi identity? No, I don't think so. You're not going to have everything perfect, but you need to look at how your own sexuality is manifested. And number one, can you talk about it with your partner or for the single people out there, your potential partner, and are you okay with it? Are you comfortable about it? A lot of people are not, and it's sad, okay? But go after it. Look at what defines your sexuality, okay? And it, it could be, yes, sexual orientation, what you like, what you don't like sexually. But not only that, what turns you on, what turns you off, not only that, about the confidence you have within yourself. And a lot of people, let's face it, me for an example, I'll throw myself out there that, you know what, if I'm more confident of myself, yeah, I have more swag, more, you know, more confidence and more sexuality, maybe an aura about me. But if I lack that confidence, man, I feel like, duh, buh, who wants me, you types of thing. And it's not sexual, but they both make up our sexual identity, if you will, our sexual concept, okay? But what can we do to increase our sexuality, our confidence in that and who we are as a person, okay? So get it out there. Are you able to, you know what? First, identify what does sexuality mean to you? How do you want to be? And where does your concept of sexuality and your foundations come from? Maybe how you are now and do you have an identity where you want to be and where do you want to carry that? Maybe down the road and what do you want to work towards as an individual and definitely as a couple in knowing each other's, you know, sort of concept of sexuality inside now, backwards and front, okay? What would it take? And one real quick thing, Amy, yes, you need to have a balance with it all. Time and place is key. Well, of course, yeah, you don't want to... You know, everybody's worried about having sex in front of the kids. Yeah, you don't want that. So it is definitely a key factor. You need to be open with your partner. Far too many people were raised that talking about sex is taboo. Yes, I think, Amy, I agree with that. Me growing up, a lot of people growing up, I think, believe it or not, that has decreased a little bit. And I think talking about sex has gotten maybe better, it's more open to a lot more people than it was definitely, I'll say the last couple years, five years, than it was definitely 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. And I still, I promote growing that way, as you know, and a lot of people that follow me, I do promote that. I do talk about, you know, sexuality, what it means, and what do you like? What do you want to try? What do you don't want to try? But also, you know, is it a place of safety, you know, is it a place of safety and compassion and understanding of one another and definitely respect for one another? That's crucial, okay? Um, it's a very natural thing that isn't shameful. I agree. And I think a lot of people make sex shameful because, let's face it, there are sexual traumas. There are rape, and they make it shameful. And I'm going to say this again. You know what? Sex in those concepts should not, or I should say it should not make sex shameful or the monster it's the people that did those sexual traumas to people 
they're the monsters, okay? They're the ones that are the monster, the terrible person. Sex is not, okay? And you have a right to, you know what, enjoy sexuality. You have a, a right to deserve a healthy sexual concept, a healthy sexual self, and your own sexual identity in a healthy manner. Don't let anybody you know what, take that away from you and try, it's hard to separate the two between the evil person or the, you know, the rotten person, the monster, if you will, that raped you or, you know, sexually abused you, then, you know, what sex is to you and trying to separate the two, okay? So, hopefully you're able to learn something. Share my videos, as always, I appreciate it very much. My website, theartofrelationships.org, check it out. And thank you again for joining the show. The Art of Relationship show is on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. Everybody take care. Have a great Tuesday. Peace and love to everybody out there. Let's keep, uh, you know what, getting rid of hate in the world. Keep spreading love. Take care.